0: Sometimes you need an easy win for the garden, and transplanting six packs of veggies can be the trick to living the urban farmer life the easy way. Let's learn about what I did to get these transplants off to a great start. Hi, I'm Roberta and I'm living the urban farmer life in the city. I'm fitting in farm life a little bit here and there and want to bring you along with me. I want to teach you everything I learned so that you can be successful and hopefully learn from my missteps. I'll let you know what I'm doing with this almost daily farming journal podcast. Let's hear what today's entry is going to be. It's November 3rd, 2019, and it's fall, but it's still warm. I'm behind in planting my fall garden, but the great part about living in Southern California is that we can plant almost year-round. I have my seeds and my seedlings germinating, but I need something to eat, so I figured it was time to cheat and get some six packs of veggies and herbs to get the fall garden off the ground. With my haul from H&H Nursery, I figured I'd probably overdone it again. I filled the entire cart, so I figured there must have been enough plants. Um, I always seem to always get carried away when buying plants, but that's normal, right? Well, anyways, but after unloading the truck, the group of potted plants seemed pretty small compared to the entire front yard that's currently barren. It looked pretty sad. Well, anything would be better than the 3 sad caleigh kale seedlings that I had raised from seed had already been eaten by something. It was probably a bird or a slug but at this point there were only stems sticking out of the ground. My soil is pretty loose right now probably because it's just so dry. It was pretty easy to create long furrows with my mini shovel. I added worm castings to the little trench that I made for the transplants and then I added worm castings that were from World Gold Plus. It's it's coming from Cardiff, California, which is much closer, and it was at a much better price than what I got on Amazon from Wisconsin. Actually, pretty I feel pretty bad about what I bought on Amazon because it came in this big cardboard box with a lot of plastic tape around it, and it was pretty smushed, and it was just kind of sad to get $1 small little bag of worm castings for all of that. So I think I'm just gonna buy it from H&H next time. And I'm gonna buy uh, probably a few bags, even though it seemed like they didn't have much when I went there. So I'm gonna buy everything they have probably next time. Cause I have new worms that I just put into the worm composter, but it's gonna take a while before I have enough that I can start be or start putting in the ground. Uh, this worm casting also says that it has added kelp and rock dust, which seems like an added bonus. I place the veggies every 6 inches so that the front yard would look pretty full. I'm creating a dense planting so that I can continue to cut and let them come back again as they kind of grow throughout the fall. I chose veggies that I know I'll eat, and sometimes they even go bad if I buy them from the grocery store, which always seems like such a shame. And the best part of having an edible garden is that you can take just what you need for whatever you're going to eat, and that way, everything is super fresh and nothing ever seems to go bad. The veggies stay nice and fresh in the garden. And I put in cilantro, chives, parsley, apple and strawberry mint, Italian and Mexican oregano, some purple and regular sage, and some tarragon. The six packs included mizuna, celery, curly kale, lacinato kale, Brussels sprouts, and giant magic broccoli. I filled the soil in with my hands, and it just feels like so nice and soft with a worm casting added. Um, I didn't mess with the roots uh, like I usually have done in the past because I realized at this time I really should be minimizing how much I'm disturbing those roots. And then I covered them up and topped them with the Gardener Bloom Organics compost that I also got from H&H. I couldn't tell from um, the package what was in the bag, but I can see that it was really dark and it smelled like that wonderful earthy smell from um, compost that I've made in the past. Now the soil looks more alive rather than the kind of dead gray dirt that seems to just kind of fly away when I would um, try to move it around. And then I needed to, well, I know I need to work on soil building this year for sure. And watering is going to be a big part of keeping the healthy soil bacteria and fungi alive. I watered well, um, and this time it was with some gray laundry water that I usually uh, use for the garden, um, except for when I have root vegetables. And then I think in general, um, I just haven't been liberal enough with the water. So this year I'm going to put in some drip irrigation. It's already delivered and I just need to put it in. Hopefully I do it this weekend or if I get super motivated, maybe I'll do it sometime in the early morning before I go off to work. Um, I've always tried to be a dry gardener, but looking at how dead the soil looks right now, it makes me realize that I really need to be a little more generous with how I irrigate the, the garden. And we really need to grow the soil, right? And not really the plants. And I just heard a tip about planting some radish seed in between the transplants to fill in the spaces while the crops grow in. Radishes can mature and be ready to harvest in about 30 days. So I think that this is just a brilliant idea. I'm going to do that in the morning. I'm going to put in some seed and I'm just so excited right now and determined to have a better crop rotation to so the there's always something green growing next year. Right now I'm just waiting for harvest time. It's just so painful. I'm pretty proud of myself though. It's been a couple of years since the front yard really showed off the urban farmer life. Also going on in my urban farmer life was the monthly meeting today for the Long Beach Beekeepers. I am currently the education chair I believe that's the name and I'm going to be doing it next year so I'm trying to think of some good ideas for some online and in-person meetings for um, educational activities so if you have something that you want me to put together just let me know you can either put it in the comments or you can go to the Facebook group for the Urban Farmer Life and get a discussion going about what you'd like to hear about that would be great and just ask to join and and you'll join our currently, you know, pretty uh, tight, small group of people. And it would be fun to see it grow. And I'll be going over what happened at the meeting probably in our next episode and some thoughts about uh, some beekeeping plans for this coming winter. Remember to subscribe to the Living the Urban Farmer Life podcast so you can grow what you know about growing food and caring for your furry and feathered friends. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook as The Urban Farmer Life and at urbanfarmerlife.com for posts and links to help you be successful on your own urban farm. Now go out there and grow something. you've been procrastinating like me, go out and buy a couple of six packs of fall veggies and put them in your garden. You're going to feel great. You deserve a quick win. Don't forget to get some compost and some worm castings if you can. And especially if you haven't amended your soil this season, those plants deserve it. Now go out and grow something. Thank you for joining me on the Living the Urban Farmer Life Journal podcast. I hope you're having fun growing what you know while caring for your soil and your furry and feathered farm friends.